Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. One of the big stories today is the one-off bonus to recognise the efforts put in by frontline workers during the pandemic will be announced shortly by Taoiseach Michal Martin. He said that he wanted to reflect the contribution that people have made during the COVID-19, particularly frontline workers. And frontline workers have been in many sectors, not least in retail, uh, right from the beginning and the commencement of the pandemic according to Michal. But Leo, of course, is trying to sweeten the deal for everybody. And Leo, of course, is famous for talking from both sides of his mouth, said a new bank holiday and a 30% increase in the minimum wage are also being considered as part of the package of the budget. But the problem is, of course, that if we look at the cost of this and examining the costs, it could cost quite a substantial amount of money. And can we actually do it? And is it right to do it? Well, to talk to me a little bit more about it is Sean DeVoe, uh, Sean DeVoe, sorry, political correspondent. Good afternoon to you, Sean. How you know? Uh, this is causing a little bit of a storm. Now, everything in this country just causes a storm, Sean, but sure, it's all part of daily news and part of what we like to do, engage in debate. But, Sean, I mean, the idea that frontline workers, we were all out clapping our hands there last year and we appreciated what they did in the efforts. Now they want to give them a bonus and all of a sudden I'm getting a bit of a backlash from people saying, well, hold on for a second, if they're getting it, we should get it as well. So how are the government going to handle this? It's a good question because it kind of made this a problem where it shouldn't really have been a problem. I think you talk to most people and you say, oh, should healthcare workers particularly get some sort of bonus or some sort of reward for what they did through the pandemic? And most people say, yeah, absolutely. They they went above and beyond. They're all, uh, or the vast majority of them, totally fatigued and burnt out after what was the most difficult year uh, in 100 years for the health service. So that, that seemed simple enough. And it's like, okay, yeah, give them some sort of bonus. But then they start to add a little bit on and then you had the other actors saying that, well, of course, it can't just be healthcare. You have to uh, include all frontline workers, and that that could be anything. But is Leo just thinking of a few votes with the well possibility of an upcoming election? Is he thinking of a few votes there to sweeten everybody? Well, there's, there's, there's probably a little bit of that. But like to be fair, if you look at a lot of people who worked uh, and put their you know themselves at risk, so if we're if that's the definition, depends on what you define as frontline worker, doesn't it? During the pandemic, well, so I mean, if you were sitting at the checkout in Tesco's or Dunn's during the busy period, maybe last March or April or whatever it is, when everybody was very scared, I suppose you did feel like you were putting yourself at risk, didn't you? Absolutely. And so you have your healthcare workers, you have people who are like that who are in the supermarkets, you look at the guards, you look at the defence forces as well who have to deal with uh, quite a lot during it. Teachers would probably say that they uh, had to go into risky situations even if the government says that the classrooms aren't all that risky. And suddenly you have a whole list of people um, who will feel Rightly, probably. I might have yourself, Sean. I mean, I'm sure you worked a little bit harder last year as well, Sean, well, in the we media. Were, we, that, that's interesting. I, I was thinking about this this morning, you know, whether we were journalists should get a little bit of sweetener. But I think we were in kind of a different uh, class of it because, yeah, we did work a lot more, but we were never really in danger. Do you know what I mean? We yeah. kinda, The first, first few weeks and months of it, you were a bit scared. You weren't sure what was happening and we were still meeting people and everyone was a bit nervous. But we were never on the front line in the same way that, um, that healthcare workers were, for example. And you could say the same for the likes of um, the people in the Department of Social Protection and then Revenue as well, who got the pop payments and the wage subsidy schemes up and coming. But we're never patient-facing. Yeah, they might have worked a little bit harder, but, you know, and maybe, and I know a lot of us, particularly the independent radio sector, took a huge pay cut as well in and around that time as well. So we might not have worked, we might have worked a bit harder, but we didn't really put ourselves at risk. Okay, but the, the cost of this is growing by the minute because, of course, initially it was just healthcare workers. Then they started thinking, well, hold on, contract nurses, of course, uh, cost quite a substantial amount more. So now we're up to about a billion quid. I mean, can they really afford this coming up to a budget? 
Well, that's a big question, and it does it does spiral. So to, to just get into the figures for a second, what what Pascal or not Pascal uh, Donahue, what Michael McGrath outlined yesterday was that if you were to give this idea of ten days extra leave, just forget about any other payments and all how this might be done, because there's a few different ideas, and we'll get into that in a sec. But if you were just to go on the ten days extra leave to help with burnout and fatigue and all that for the healthcare sector alone, it would be three hundred and seventy-seven million. When you factor in, like you've said, their agency staff and cover, it already rises to half a billion. And then if you were to spread it out to the entire rest of the public service, you're topping one billion straight away. And frankly, that's one billion in the budget the government does not have. Yeah. So now you have to look at, right, what are the alternatives? And some of the other ones on the table, do you maybe give them five days leave instead? You kind of half that bill, but still it's a bit extra leave. It's a bit of what the unions want, plus a cash payment or something. And then do you spread that out uh, to other people and beyond to the private sectors, the people in the supermarkets or to other people uh, who possibly deserve it? And really, it's very hard to see where that And then there's going to be arguments, isn't there? There'll be arguments because I'm a nurse and I'm on the, the wards I'm on the front line but Jenny up the way there she's only be in an office there she's only doing admin she doesn't deserve as much as me so there's going to be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of arguments isn't there over who gets what and how much should we all get the same amount of money yeah, and then you, you have the other side of that where it's say you were driving uh, a truck bringing in uh, PPE or bringing in uh, key supplies during the height of the first lockdown when everything was a little bit short and you say, well, I, you know, I was out the whole time and I mightn't have been meeting people but was doing a lot more work than usual and now my taxes are paying for, uh, you know, extra days off or, or a pay increase for someone else who was sitting in an office uh, and doing fair enough, they were doing a bit of work or, or, or some of them doing nothing across the public service because to be fair, and some of them, by no fault of their own, but if you took something like the passport office, for example, not to single them out, but the passports were suspended for ages. So yeah. out of no fault of their own, they weren't doing a huge amount more work. But if everyone in the public service was to be given it, they would benefit for that. And, and that's, you know, no okay, fault so of their why, own. So why not, if we're going to, you know, put a few quid in the pot to reward everybody, particularly frontline workers, I suppose, why not just, I mean, somebody suggested here in a text, just reduce USC and everybody gets a benefit. Or throw the billion out as helicopter money, sure, and it all goes back into the economy anyway. And and because we probably need a bit of a boost to the economy this year now to get, you know, retail back in business, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So why not just spread it out fairly to everybody? Same amount of money to everybody. Like they did in the well, States and the UK. It's kind of, I was just going to say, it's kind of what, what, like what they did in, in some other countries, particularly in Northern Ireland. You give everybody a little bit and then they go out and spend it and it, go, it goes across. But the unions, healthcare unions in particular, aren't happy with that. And the INMO have been out this morning saying, look, we, you know, we were in the hospitals. We were at the greatest risk. A lot of our members got COVID. A lot of them are dealing with long COVID and they face much more consequences. And there should be some sort of a bonus and recognition for them above and beyond everybody else. And if you want to give a, a kind of across the board and something, be it like the bank holiday, for example, that's been talked about this morning in some of the papers, or like that, 100 quid to everybody, fine, but there needs to be extra recognition for healthcare workers in particular. So already you're getting into arguments with the union. And weirdly, you've got into the situation where initially the government was like, oh, great, we'll, we'll give them a reward and it'll be a popular thing and all will be great. And now they're in the situation where they've kind of promised it to too many people and everyone <laughs> wants it. Nobody's going to be happy no matter what happens. Absolutely, yes. You never make a promise if you can't keep it anyway. But look, Sean, I appreciate you coming on the air to talk about it. Sean Defoe, political correspondent. This is an argument and a debate which will go on for many days I'm pretty sure. Listen, thank you very much indeed. Uh, I want to know what you think by the way. Uh, This is a bonus of course and you've heard Sean outline the different aspects of this particular bonus. Uh, I want to know what you think. I mean, healthcare workers should it's not that they don't deserve it by the way should they deserve it all of the time. I believe that healthcare workers do a wonderful job. But I believe everybody's job in society is equally as important. Now, during the pandemic there were many people who didn't do an awful lot of work. Um, You know, and he mentioned, not that he was 
you know, go homing in on the passport office, but that is one of the sectors saying the public service that wouldn't have done a huge amount of work because it was suspended. There are other services that were suspended as well, where the workers would have been sitting at home and getting paid full pay anyway. Um, so maybe they don't deserve anything extra. Would that be fair to say? Oh, do they deserve extra? But does everybody deserve extra? What about the guy, the guy working at the checkouts at Tesco's or Dunn's or whatever it happens to be, or stacking the shelves? They, they were dealing with thousands of people every single day. And I had to put in extra precautions and queues outside and manage queues outside during the, you know, the height of it when everybody was very scared. Remember that time in around March and April last year? So, I mean, realistically, did they deserve extra money? They put themselves at risk. They went to work every single day. People across the country all took pay cuts. Even in the media here, most people I know in the independent sector and radio media took a pay cut uh, last year. Should we get it back again? Should we get a few quid? Or as some of our texts have suggested, why not just give everybody a few quid? That's what they did in Northern Ireland. They've called it a bricks and mortar voucher, which is basically you, everybody over the age of 18 gets a voucher, I think it was £100, and it's called bricks and mortar, which means you can't spend it online. You have to physically go into a shop to spend it. A bricks and mortar. So notice it, it supports retail and supports, you know, the high street shops, etc., etc. That would be a good idea, wouldn't it? So then everybody gets a few quid and everybody gets to support the economy and we boost the economy. So we kill two birds at one stone. We don't necessarily lose the money. It goes back into the system again. But then again, the frontline workers like the nurses and doctors say, well, well, well hold on a second. Then you're not supporting us. We, we, we worked the hardest during the pandemic. Did they? Did they work the hardest during the pandemic? Many people worked hard during the pandemic. I'm not taking away from what they did. But do they? And I know the debate is rolling on. And I'm looking here at the poll, for example. There was a poll. I'll give you two examples. A poll here in the journal. And the question that was asked was, do you think healthcare workers and other frontline workers should get the pandemic bonus? And the options were, option one, yes, they all should. 584 people said yes. Yes, but just the healthcare workers. 361 said that. Uh, No, 264. And I don't know, 37. So 584 people, the majority of people believe that it should be given to everybody who was considered to be a frontline worker. But how do we define that? And then, of course, we did our own poll here as well on Twitter today. We just literally only put it up about 10 or 15 minutes ago. And so far, no's are 69% because I specifically asked, do you think frontline healthcare workers should get a pandemic bonus? No's 69% and yeses 25%. Again, it's not a scientific study, but it gives you an indication how people are thinking. So people are saying, yes, they deserve it, but sure, we all do. So I want to know what you think. The number is 087-188-008. The question quite simply is, do you think healthcare workers and other frontline workers should get a pandemic bonus? Or can we actually afford it? Kevin, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Kevin? How are you going, Ryan? How are you going, Kevin? Listen, I've gone off one of your favourite words before I mentioned my little topic. I'm going off on one of your favourite words. It's a little tangent. Well, you're going off on a tangent. Okay, okay. No, I always wanted to speak to you because my life in love ended up the very same as yours. I met a lovely life. Did you? And I'm so so bloody happy. Now, that's the tangent. Can I just say, let me just continue with your tangent and say I'm delighted for you, Kevin. And it's a wonderful feeling and I'm very happy for you. Oh, Jesus, man, it's brilliant. Sorry for saying the Jesus word. Um, <laughs> the love of my life. But anyway, back, back to the front line. Back to the I, front I line. Agree, yeah, I agree that the, the nurses and doctors and all that should get it, and maybe the front line workers. Now, my question would be, I work in the Phoenix Park, and when it was in the depths of its, the mire of the pandemic, we were three times busier. 
we had to go into the park because the people of Dublin and surrounding counties same Mead had nowhere else to go and spend their time. Right, okay. And we were we were really, really busy. But we didn't lose any wages. But we were three times busy. And do I want uh, extra? No, I don't. Because I think the frontline workers, the HSE, the workers in the hospitals should get it. And, we what, and when you say you were when you were say you were busy, I mean, what people just leaving a mess behind them, etc., etc. Oh, I tell you one thing, Niall. We used to go into work in the morning at half seven, have a cup of tea at start at eight, and we'd look out into the Wellington field, the Pops Cross field, and we thought there were seagulls. It was rubbish. I wondered it was Leo Varadka leaving his cans of beer behind him. <laughs> now this is the truth. <laughs> I met Leo and his partner in Ashtown Castle. I was doing the bins, and I passed and I said, "Hello, how are you?" We wear OPW gear. And I walked back past me the OPW hat, and I went up and offered him a bag and a picker. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure he's in. Nice. He got himself into a bit of trouble over that pic. What do they call it? Hashtag the picnic in the park. <laughs> that, was, that was it. Yeah. Okay, but what, what do you say? What do you say, Kevin, to people who are working, you know, all through the pandemic? Say, you know, in shops and stores and delivering goods, who were all very busy. Well, as we were, Niall, and I don't because of the state of the government and the financial crisis it's in. Me personally. I'm delighted I had my job. I didn't lose anything. I worked three times harder, but I, I actually love my job anyway. So I don't think, no. If it, like, I mean, if they wanted to say there's 200 each as a little thank you, I wouldn't refuse it, but I wouldn't be demanding it. No more than, we say, people in Tesco's, and I do my shopping in Tesco's where I live, and uh, they're, they're great staff, and I think they're happy to have a job as well. But, but the HSE... I'm like you. I I, I, I took the to give it up to me backside if they wanted to give it to me. I didn't care. I, I just wanted the vaccinations, and they, they had it hard and overcrowding and running around sorting out different people on trolleys. It, it, it was tough on them. It was tough on them. Mm-hmm. And I think, and, the, the, and there was a few periods where it was overwhelming. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I, I spoke recently to a nurse, and she told me particularly this year, February, January, and February this year were quite difficult. Well, I, I, I went to my doctor here in Dublin. I have follicles on the back of my head, you know, the infront here. Mm. And, and, and I have a little hernia on my belly button. And I said, what's the story with this? I said, doctor, I said, well, he said, you may wait till the pandemic. The, 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 you know, the people are prioritised with the, with the COVID. Yeah. And I said, sure, the next time I come back, I could look like I'm pregnant if it gets any bigger. <laughs> but it didn't bother me. It didn't bother me. Yeah, but you are entitled. But you are entitled to healthcare. And and by the way, that that is another problem, of course, with the pandemic. That other things like that became well, not ignored, but put on the long finger, which they shouldn't. I mean, yeah. we should be able to deal with that as well. But stay there for a second. Kevin works at the Phoenix Park, busier than ever, but doesn't believe he deserves a bonus. Although he wouldn't refuse it, but he does believe the frontline workers deserve it. Donald, you run Ireland's classic hits. How are you doing, Donald? How are you, Niall? To the two boys that's all loved up, huh? What? <laughs> the two boys that are all... Jesus not, Christ, can can I get, point out, not together. Just, you, know. you, should get a job, you, should, you should get a job with Carlton Cards or something. My God, <laughs> oh, Jesus. If I was in the book, I'd get sick into it. So, so Donald, should uh, the frontline healthcare workers get a bonus or should everybody get it? No, nobody should get it, Niall. A, a famous man said... That's not for what you can, what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. I heard the IMO president only three weeks ago saying that nurses 
most nurses are not in it for the money. They're in it for the, the, the love of the job and the devotion. Yeah, it's but, a vocation. Yeah. Yeah, vocation. But, the, but we want bonuses now as well. They've done their job. Most of them done an outstanding job. Some of them didn't, but most of them done an outstanding job. Their bonus is their pay. That's their job. You do your job. Do you know what some of them Japan, South Korea, Taiwan and all that? They don't wait for social because the people you You're breaking up a little bit, Donald. Sorry, you're breaking, breaking up there. Go ahead. Are you down the quarry again, Donald? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Some of the most successful countries in the world, Japan, South Korea, Taiwan, other countries like this, they're successful because the people work for their people and their country. Not like this crowd here. We want special treatment. Oh, we're fantastic. Well, no, well, nobody's asking for special treatment. They just want nobody to be recognised. special treatment. The IMO, the IMO, and the IMO is the only people that put in the claim for the 10 days. Not all the unions did, but the IMO did. 10 days they want because they're fantastic. And they're kicking the teeth into everybody else. So what they're saying is most people done a good job, but we done a fantastic job. So, by that's the way, the, somebody has texted in and said, no, they would have worked extra hours without pay. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. I, no. I know a nurse. And she, I mean, I'm not having a go, but she did say that she, she did quite well last year financially yeah. because she did they, a lot of overtime. Every night, every yeah. hour work they had done, they got paid. But of course they got paid. They got all their overtime. That's, that's I would hate tanks. to think they didn't, by the way. I would hate yeah. that would be and, horrible. And so, and so would I. But that's their tanks. That's their tanks. I worked, I, I'm a bus driver. I don't want any extra pay. And if I got, and if I was yeah, but the I argument is you didn't put yourself at risk, really. But I was in buses with people that could have had COVID. Or, 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 do you know what I mean? Like, but I, yeah, but you weren't operating on them or changing their no, clothes no, or putting ventilators in their mouths, no, sir. No, but Niall, I didn't choose that job. But I choose. Okay, well, well, the best part of my adult career was a soldier. I chose that job. I not ask for any. I didn't ask for a special pay for about my life in the line. Mm-hmm. Because I choose that job. But that is, that, is, job. Is, there, is there a bit of begrudgery then by people? No, there's no begrudgery, Niall. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying generally, when, when I'm listening to the, the debate today and in general, when I look at the polls online and people saying, oh, well, hold on a second. You know, we were all out clapping last year, you know, uh, standing yeah. outside our gates uh, for the first few months, which got a bit silly after a while, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, draw. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, it was interesting at the start and I have to say it was welcoming, but certainly got a bit silly after a while. I think people, even the, the nurses Niall, themselves Niall, said, stop, would you stop Niall, for God's sake? People were all clapping so they could put <laughs> yeah. So okay, but look, we were out clapping last year and acknowledging the hard work by the health service. Mm. And now, as soon as the government said, "Should we? We'll give them a little bit of a reward by a few days off." Everybody else is trying to say, "Ah, oh, well, hold on a second here now. I worked hard too during the pandemic, and do well, I? Des- okay, I deserve like, a few quid." Now, can I put it this way, Sotia? Yeah. The country is going to be broke after this, and and looks like the children's hospital. Well, it's going to be broke to anyway. To- yeah. Yeah. And the country, and the country, and it looks like the children's hospital is going to go over the two billion. Yeah. So the, so the answer to that is to start throwing away more money. But is it, tr- is, it tr- is it is it throwing away money when Mihal said he wanted to reflect the contribution that people have made during COVID nineteen? Listen, the, the contribution is they saved lives, and if you're not happy, if you're not happy with the fact that you can go home and say I saved lives today, if you're not happy with that, then there's something wrong with you. Because I know when I went overseas. I know that I, I saved some lives and I helped some people from the Israelis, and I'm happy with that. And if you're not happy with that, but you, yeah, but you would, yeah, but you would, when you were on your tours, you would have got money from the UN. We did get money from the UN, but but we, we, we got paid. For, I didn't get anything extra from the UN. Well, no, well, you did. You we, got we, yeah, well, you got paid here at home by the defence forces and but and the government, and you got paid by the UN as well. So yes, I'm not. I'm not, yes. I'm not. By the way, yes. I'm not denying you the money. I'm just saying no, you did. Nine. Yes, no, because you went overseas. You went. You left your home and family for six months. Yeah. So you, so you, so you went above and beyond the normal duties of yeah, the defence forces. Yeah. Yes, 
we didn't get paid for the danger we were in. Well, you were getting paid by the UN. That's yeah, we got paid for the UN, yes, because we were serving the UN. And what's wrong with that? And the nurses got the extra pay for the extra work they had done. They got their overtime. Mm. But what I'm saying is, like, where will it stop? Are you telling me the, teach, the, the teachers aren't going to jump on board well, with this well, one? They will, yeah, that, that'll be you can be for sure. Will, right? For sure. Of course they will. And, this, and the sooner somebody stands up to the unions, the better. And, and I'm in a union. And, the sooner, and I'd say it straight out, and I don't care who's listening, the sooner somebody stands up to them, the better. So your argument is, it's, you're not having to go with healthcare workers, you're saying we don't have the money, nobody should be getting it. I'd say what I said in the beginning, I most of them done a fantastic job and saved countless lives. What, what saved they, countless yeah, lives. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but Donald, that. What, I mean, I'm glad you're saying that, but what, what they could do, which wouldn't cost the state money, when I say in the long term, is if they put a billion euro, because this it's now heading over a billion, right? Yeah. Okay, because they have to take into consideration contract worker, workers in the HSE, etc., etc., will be paid more, or those contract companies will be paid more. So, what people are suggesting is, why not give it to everybody in the form of some sort of voucher that can only be spent in the country? And that I way, that, no, that would go back yes. into the economy again. Now, I have no problem giving everybody a voucher, because you're dead right. It goes into a big washing machine and it gets washed around and the economy, the domestic economy does well. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. Now, let's go into what the HSE, some of the lies are telling me. Like, the money that's wasted and then you continue you know, that's not going to stop. This is before COVID-19 you're talking about. This is before COVID-19. And the reason why our hospitals were under so yeah, much Yeah, but that's pressure, not the nurses and doctors' fault. Yeah, but that's yeah, not but the nurses and doctors' fault. not all down doctor. to COVID. It's down to the, the way the HSE is uh, being Absolutely. And I, I'm not disagreeing with that. I mean, you look how much money the CEO of the HSE is on, over 400 grand yes. a year. I, I'm, not, I'm not doubting that for a minute. I mean, that was before COVID. But that's not the, the fault of the doctors and nurses. Yeah. Right, who's going to be on the late, late show? This is all over. Mm-hmm. People have been dragged through courts for 10 years and then the HSE give them a reward. Okay, okay. No, I, I get the point you're making, Donald. I do. There's a lot of hypocrisy, a lot of hypocrisy around there. Okay, Donald believes it's not that he's having to go with the doctors and nurses. He absolutely applauds the great work they've done, but he said it's their job to save lives. Uh, and he believes that if they're going to give it to give it to everybody to be spent in the country, or just don't give it to anybody at all. He's kind of got a point in some way, because as Sean Defoe mentioned, and as a lot of people are saying this morning, no matter what the government does now, there's going to be a row. Because who gets the money within the HSE well, or the time off? Do they give it to, say, some guy or girl who's in an office who did very little? Or departments within the HSE, which, wouldn't have, which may have been suspended during the pandemic, who did nothing, who were probably at home and got paid? Do they do it for them too? Do they get time off? See, you can go down a rabbit hole of this, and there's always going to be somebody unhappy about it. So do they give the money or just forget about the whole thing altogether? Let me know what you think. The number is 087 right, so the text we Can't go on the air, but my missus was in hospital recently and saw seven ambulance drivers sitting around having the crack. Well, I'm, if there are ambulance drivers sitting around having the crack, I'm kind of glad to hear that because it means they obviously weren't out picking up somebody in an emergency situation. Anyway, uh, well, I certainly hope nobody was looking for them in an emergency situation. Anyway, my job that never stopped through this so-called pandemic was like a flight-tipping magnet during this crap, especially when there's a two-kilometer limit was on. Uh, somebody else says, no, I don't understand why it's just nurses. What about the rest of the people in the public service and, and Garda Shea etc., etc.? Do they not all deserve a reward? After all, most of them worked really hard during the pandemic. Now, a bonus for doing your job chosen uh, job or career. Yeah, right. And again, who will pay the bill? Yeah, that's right. The working taxpayers of this country, not the you-know-what government, period, says Angry Christian. 
A lot of people are quite angry. Well, you all stop getting so angry about it. See, this is what happened. You couldn't, I couldn't stop you all from clapping last year. And now all of a sudden, you know, you thought the HSE was great last year. As soon as they mentioned giving money to them, you're all saying, well, what about me? Do I deserve money? <laughs> this is going to turn into a mess with the government. It really is. Valerie, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Valerie? I'm great, man. How are you? Good. Now, Valerie, you know, the, the suggestion originally by the nurses and doctors was 10 days off. That would cost the government £377 million, And that's not including all the contract nurses and extra staff that work within the HSE, which could bring it up to nearly a billion quid as well, if you include ridiculous. all the other frontline workers too. So never uh, heard of anything so ridiculous in my whole life, now, to be honest with you. Why, why is and it ridiculous? It, it they, they worked well, hard, didn't they? As far as I'm concerned, now, listen, we're, we, lots of people, everybody works hard. There's very few people out there getting a living today without working hard. At the end of the day, if you're lucky enough to be able to have security in a job and, um, you know, a good pay on a weekly basis or monthly basis after the COVID, you actually should consider yourself very fortunate. I mean, really, I mean, there's so many more areas money needs to go if there's tons of money flying around that we don't know what to do with it. But I actually don't think that's the case. I think in fairness to the government, I think they did quite well in being able to sustain paying everybody 350 throughout the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And still doing it for a lot of people. So Yeah, you, I mean, you, were, never gonna, you were never going to make everybody happy. I get that. Absolutely. I mean, they, they did but okay. Very, yeah. I think they did pretty well. I think 350 was a fair amount. And I'm actually amazed for a small country that we could sustain that. But there's so many more areas. I mean, our country has a massive debt. But I mean, and, but I mean Valerie, well, well, Valerie, if you'd have been on the air with me this time last year, right? Um, yeah. You know, you'd have been telling me, aren't the nurses wonderful? Aren't the doctors great? Hasn't this wonderful? Let's get out and give them a round of applause again tonight, light a few candles. And and you'd have been doing all that. Well, maybe you I wouldn't, wouldn't actually, no. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, I don't do. know. No, Most people were. I, I know, but some might have done that, maybe, of course, because, you know, maybe their family members were in there. And we all appreciate when our family or, you know, friends or whatever get the care that they need when they're inside in a hospital. But sure, that's their job. Do you know what I mean? No different than the person out sweeping up the roads or, you know, people inside the supermarkets or in hotels and hospitality. You know, everybody's out there to do good in society mm-hmm. and they're getting paid for that. I mean, that was the job they took and they trained to do. But, I mean, they're getting a salary and they're getting all the, you know, whatever. Yeah, but they did, yeah, but they did take an extra risk when you're dealing with a communicable disease. They took yeah, an they extra got, risk. They got extra hours as well and they got over. Well, they would have done, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? That's the reality of it now. I'd actually, listen... For the next generation coming up, they're never going to probably get a pension at the end of the day because there's no money in the pension pot, you know, the way society is going. I mean, we really need to look at other areas like that and housing as well. You know, all this money that's wasted in our country, you know, paying for them to be in hotels and the HAP scheme and this, that and the other. And there's no, you know, um, corporation houses or council houses being built, affordable housing for people. There's an awful lot more areas that need to be, you know, worked on. Okay, so as far as you're concerned, a billion euro could be far better spent somewhere else. Absolutely. Stay, well, stay, stay there, Valerie. Bernie, does she have a point? She probably does to some degree. It is a billion euro. Uh, there's a possibility that it's what it could cost over and above that, depending on what we decide to do with this money. I mean, do they deserve a bonus, Bernie? You were a nurse, of course. Honestly, I, I feel no. I think nursing has a lot more... We, we do our job to the best of our ability every day when we go into work. We don't know what we're going to say, so every day is different. Um, and I think re- the reflection, if you want to give something to nursing, which I think it, it, it deserves in some form, is to look at their workload, 
to look at their their, their um, hours and to look at the severe shortages in staff and how they have to cope on a daily basis with this. This went on way before this, the pandemic. This should be now looked at by and, and, and worked on by the unions, by the Department of Health, and let the nurses know that moving forward, you're not going to put them in such ter- precarious positions on a daily basis, working understaffed, under uh, under resourced, and under uh, you know under terrible conditions, and trying to provide the best care they can for their patients and their and the, and their colleagues. So they work best to do the best of their job to the best of their ability. That's where the, the people, nurses don't want money; they want a better working condition. Well, the IMO do. When I say they want money, they want they want a holiday no. of ten days for all the nurses. I, any nurses, I, my colleagues that I've seen who have worked through this pandemic, they don't want any money for this. Are trapping hands and all that. They want their working conditions to be improved. That's they fair want, point. You know, they want their their colleagues not to be so stressed and to go in and face a war at night. Maybe have forty patients and two nurses trying to give the best care you can under appalling conditions. That's what needs to be addressed. But that's so, because it's managed badly, to be honest with you. The HSE is managed very badly. Well, that's been the I case, that's been the case for, for 30 years. It has, and that they need to clean up the whole system there. To be honest with you, I actually worked in the HSE myself in an admin capacity. Mm-hmm. And in a particular area, I'm not going to say where I work, but the nurses had two-hour lunch breaks. Well, I am telling you now, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, there's other areas where they were overworked. It's managed very badly. It's I, not, there's uh, no accountability in a lot of the areas there. People are doing things they shouldn't be doing. There's money being spent, spent willy-nilly and um, there's no accountability in the health service. It needs to be cleaned up. I mean, I, I, mean I, I will say, Valerie, I'm not too sure with the two-hour lunch break, but obviously I can only take Valerie's word for that from her yeah. observations. But in saying that, there's no doubt, oh, leaving aside COVID-19, let's go back in time to January 2020 and before that, you know, the money has been thrown into a bottomless pit in the HSE. Yes, it is. It's not managed. Uh, and 16 no billion, I think, in 2018, 2019. I mean, just yes. just flung in there and extra money added to it then during the year if they need it. Yes. And it, the money is not the issue. It's They're bad management. Bureaucracy, bureaucracy <laughs> and paperwork. They're drowning in it there. Absolutely. I stood at copiers, photocopying massive files because of the freedom of information and somebody would request their information, their medical history you would be copying thousands of pages for one person. The bureaucracy, the paperwork, the waste there, the bad management, it's actually deplorable. I'd love to see people going into a lot of these organisations, the public service, and really do an assessment in it and clean up the whole thing because there's more money wasted. It's the same in the you know, social security, in HAP schemes and paying extortion amounts for rents for people, you know, as opposed to building houses and leaving people buy affordable housing. It's shocking the waste in our country for such a small country. Yes, okay, well, Bernie, I I know Valerie addressed a lot there, and I'm not going to disagree with most of what she said. Uh, It is the bureaucracy. It is a shocking waste of money, the way we do things. But getting back to the topic at hand, so what do you say to the doctors and nurses and those on the front line who are saying today, we deserve an extra 10 days off? I know, I know, I know, Bernie, I know you're saying what you, the nurses and doctors that you spoke to and being a nurse yourself for many years, they're not saying that, but, but, but some are. Yeah, okay, there is a minority in every group of section or that will, will, will want the 10 days or they'd want their two weeks or whatever. But as a nurse myself, I know if I thought that the government were really going to look at our job and re, re- give us more staff and more um, shorter hours and a better working condition for ourselves. I'd be happy with that. Like when I got my pension, I got 10 days taken off for a strike we had in 1998 
fighting for better conditions for ourselves. They took that out of our pensions. We never got that back. And we accepted that because we weren't on strike to, to try and get an improved quality in our service. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we worked short. We, it was two of us on the ward trying to manage. We covered night shifts, day shifts for no pay for 10 days. And we did it so that we try and get the HSC cleaned up. It never happened. And better working conditions for us. That's a whole different issue. What I'm saying at the moment is they need to look at the HSC in whole and in its entirety and clean it up. It's a disgrace. Definitely. Okay, okay. I think we all, I think everybody agrees with that. I think even the nurses and doctors would agree with that. But stay there for a second. Let me go to Patrick. Uh, oh, sorry, Patrick. I didn't switch you on there. Hang on. Patrick, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Patrick? I'm great, Niall. How are you? Good. Patrick, you know, there's, no, there's no, absolutely no doubt that nurses went above and beyond. As many people in different sectors will say they did too during the pandemic. So, But do they deserve a, you know, a bit of time off, which is going to cost the state quite a substantial amount of money? The answer is an emphatic yes. They absolutely do. And I'd like to say thank you to that nurse there for what she has done and her colleagues. They, they did outstanding work and put their lives on the line every time they went in to deal with the COVID patient. And so what, what like, about the argument that's put out today by some people on air that that's their job? Um, they chose nursing, but COVID was an exceptional period that we've had to go through. I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with you for the period of time, but when you choose nursing and to be a doctor, you're well aware that you're going to be in a position where people do have communicable diseases, many of which have a much higher mortality rate than COVID-19, and you could be in those positions or you could be dealing with somebody who is in a very bad car accident and lost limbs, and you're dealing with all sorts of things like that. You know, you, every day is different, as Bernie rightly said. You don't, look, I don't know what you're going to deal with when you go in. And, you know, it can be emotionally draining apart from anything else, but that's that people will argue that's the job you chose. Well, it's very easy for people to say that who, who haven't done, done the job. Very easy for us to come in and say, oh, yeah, well, you know, you nurses have a two-hour break for your lunch. Well, no, I didn't so say that. On. Valerie said that was her observation. No, Valerie said it. Yeah. That that's was in that particular yeah. department that she was aware of. Well, yeah. now, um, what I would like to say is I have a first cousin who's been a nurse for 35 years. Mm. On her last shift, with COVID and dealing with COVID patients, and as you know, Niall, they still are. She got a, a half an hour break for that 12-hour period. So where this thing came about, a two-hour break, I wouldn't agree with. But anyway, mm. what I'd also like to mention, Niall, is the volunteers, the people in towns, cities, and so on, who were called upon or vol- volunteered the CFR groups, St. Vincent, DePaul, and other groups who went out, did shopping, took people to medical appointments, picked up medication, put themselves out there. So I yeah, think sorry, that they... Is that, thank you sorry, not enough, sorry, sorry, thank I you not enough? Why does it have to be with money we're paying people? Um, money the country doesn't have. Sorry now, uh, sorry, I didn't... Well, Patrick, it's a fair question. You, 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 vo- you volunteer to do something out of the goodness of your heart, and well done, by the way, well done we for doing that. We okay, but the point Valerie Niall. is saying is, why do you believe you need a reward for it now? Yeah. N- Niall, if I was able to finish, okay. what I was going to say is, no one in the groups want money 
or anything else. Oh, okay, for. okay. We're out volunteers. If that lady had the good manners to let me finish. Okay, but well maybe she preempted you know like I, mean? I did. All right. Yeah, but don't preempt. If you want to preempt, go up to the dial and ask the politicians no, why they're getting huge pay rises. You did start by saying the money. You did start by I, saying I said the nurses the and said doctors. Well, listen, the nurses and doctors deserve it. The paramedics, Doctors the Gardaí, the fire service. Oh, the Gardaí. You're bringing them into it now as well. And the they, of of course they do. Oh, well, well, the well, well, hang on there, Patrick. I started off by saying frontline workers in, in, the, in the healthcare system, right? Now, you're, you're bringing the Gardaí in as other frontline workers, yeah. which they are frontline workers. There's no doubt many of them worked very hard during they're the pandemic. Yeah. 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 And, you know, they all deserve a bit of a, a clap and a well done to you, lads. But, but, and that's their job, too, to deal with a difficult Sorry, situation. No, so, but, but where, Patrick, where does that stop? Where does, I mean, what about, the, as I mentioned earlier on, the girl, a guy in Tesco's who was dealing during the height of this back in, say, March and April last year, or maybe January, February this year, when it was very communicable and spread and writing around the country, who still went into work every day dealing with thousands of people and risked catching COVID-19, if that's the way you want to put it. I mean, what about them? Do they deserve and it as teachers. well? The teachers? Yeah, they'll be next. Okay. Oh, no, no, I, I'm, no I, hang on, Valerie and Bernie. Sorry, Patrick, answer that question. Did they deserve it as well? Yes. Absolutely. And where, and where are we going to get on it? So if you're telling me that nearly everybody who works no, during no, COVID deserves no, no. it, what where I'm are we going to get this money from? Well, Niall, they can seem to find money to uh, pour into ridiculous projects and give themselves huge pay rises. But when it comes to acknowledging people who put their lives on the line and save, save, save lives, oh, no, we don't have the money for that. But we can borrow millions from the e- EU and waste it on this, waste it on that, pour it into the HSE, where the people at the top are getting huge pay, and the nurses at the bottom are getting nothing. They're okay, not Valerie, very quickly before I go into the break, you want to say something to him there? Now, Warrity said they're borrow. It's all borrowed money. It has to be paid back. The people of this well, country have to pay that money. I agree with one thing you just said there at the end. The nurses starting off deserve to be on a really good starting point. They should not be on a low salary. But it needs to be managed better. And thank you to every healthcare person that helped us throughout the pandemic. They did fantastic work and everybody in the country appreciates it. But financially, our country can't afford to throw away any more money. Okay, we'll stay there. I've got to go to a break. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087-188-008 if you want to join the conversation. So who should get the money? Just frontline healthcare workers? Should the Gardaí get it? Should people working in Tesco's and Dunn's and delivery drivers, DPD drivers who all worked hard? All those Amazon deliveries that you got because everybody was shopping online, they worked harder. Should everybody get it? I took a pay cut. I was in here every day. Should I get it? I don't believe I should, by the way. I'm just asking. So where do you stop with that? Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087-188-008. Okay, I think we got a bit of WhatsApp audio here. For some reason, I can try and get it to play. It'd be great. That'd be working well for me. Let me do it there. Let me... Hey, Niall, I think this uh, payment for the frontline workers will just open up a whole can of worms. The list is endless. You know, I work as a delivery driver. Um, if you think of all the work that couriers did throughout the pandemic, working 12, 14-hour shifts, I was delivering groceries for a um, supermarket chain, and we were doing six 12-hour days, and the only one that really benefited out of that was the taxman because he just... He just tore as a new, if you know what I mean. But no, I think, no, forget about it. Uh, we're in enough financial trouble as a country. We're billions in debt. And what's another one? Yeah, we'll be paying for it for the rest of our lives. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. We sure will be paying for it for the rest of our lives. Hi, Niall. 
Um, I do believe they should get something. But what about everybody else that walked through the pandemic? Like, you know, like we all walked. I walked every single day through the pandemic. I, I, I drive a bus. I walked like I didn't get a day off. Only what I was entitled to get. We never got anything like a thank you. You know, we, we got a clap. That was it. But like what, what about people in retail? What about people in Aldi, Super Value, yourselves that walked every day? Like I'm sick to death of hearing about the nurses. HSC is just but nurses. What about everybody else in the HSA? What about everybody else that walked from home? They'll still get a bonus as well. Like I'm sick to death of people going on and on about nurses and about doctors through this. I know they had a hard time, but I had a hard time get driving a bus and taking abuse off people because I couldn't carry this and I couldn't carry that. You know, and people in retail and dawns and super value, they all had the exact same thing. They everybody, we all anyone that walked through the pandemic should get a bonus. Everybody should get a bonus. And not a clap. I mean a bonus. Something to say, thank you. Thank you. You know? Well, that's what they did in the UK. They gave everybody over the age of 18, 100 quid. Costs the state quite a lot of money. Uh, they didn't know in Ireland as well. And the good thing about it is called bricks and mortar bonus. So you can only spend it in retail and it goes back into the economy. Ashling, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Ashling? I'm good. How are you? Oh, this has caused a huge row, Ashling. Now, you're a healthcare worker. By the way, do you want a bonus or a day off or days off or something? Um, you see, the thing with a day off is eventually they're just gonna you're gonna repay that through your tax, so you're still paying for your day off. Well, a holiday. The IMO are looking for you know yeah. ten days holidays. Well, like it's it's kind of a waste of time because you could get to six months later, and in the particular setting you're in, it could be overwhelming. Everyone could have the flu, or everyone could be having a bad day, and each time you get a bad dose in in work, you can't just be looking. Oh, I work really hard. I want more time off. Yeah, yeah. So, so what? So let, let's resolve this debate. Who should get a bonus, or should nobody get it at all and just be done with it? Well, I think, like, like that, you can't just say one sector needs a bonus. If you're going to give out a bonus, you're going to need to give it to everybody. Not only healthcare worked constantly throughout the pandemic; everybody did. Yeah, I mean that so, girl that, that was on a second ago. There, she's a bus driver, so they had limited capacity during the pandemic, down to twenty percent at one stage. I'm sure she got abuse when people were standing at bus stops and weren't allowed on the bus. And the same with workers in shops; they had to control the crowds and you know control people wearing masks and all that. So they got a bit of abuse as well. I think everybody went through the same thing, didn't they? Yeah, it is. Everybody did. So I think if they want to say thank you to everybody and to encourage people to give their best, if something else was to happen, it's just their general wages should be increased by somewhat. Yeah, or reduce USC. Would that be good to do? Yeah, there you go. There you so, go. So then we'd all benefit. But I, I do believe, by the way, the English idea is a good idea. So we all get a little kind of credit card voucher, uh, like an all-for-one type card, but it can only be spent in a retail shop and not online. That means the money goes back into the economy. Because a billion euro is a lot of money, isn't it, Ashley? It's an awful lot of money. And again, it's, it's like if you get the extra additional leave or whatever it is, you're going to pay it back in your tax. Your tax is just going to get increased. And, and during the COVID itself, in the last 18 months, as a healthcare worker, I don't know what department you work in or where you were, but were you busier? Did you find yourself busier? Um, well, I kind of, I was working in home health for the first part of the pandemic. So that was kind of the same. Okay. But you take a bit extra stress because you know you're the only person going into this particular elderly person. So you have a bit more stress of what you bring into them. Right, okay. Because you do want to And through the second half, I moved into a nursing home. Um, that must have been difficult, yeah. More, a bit more stressful when yeah. you go into there, but like you're constantly busy. You eat, like you could have residents who have their and you have own... extra precautions, of course, to take. Particularly dealing with the elderly, you had extra yeah. extra PPE and extra precautions to take. 
yeah, yeah, you've a lot. You deal with outside factors. So you're trying to watch the visitations. You're trying to make limit anything that can come into them. And you're still trying to keep their life normal. And on, the, and on your time off, of course, you've got to be very strict with yourself on guidelines because you don't want to catch it and bring it into them. Well, you do, because if you go back to the start of the pandemic, you had a lot of people on social media who were saying if there was outbreaks in nursing homes, the first thing they blamed were the care staff. Yeah, like where were you at the weekend? Yeah. Yeah, what were you doing? So you yeah. have more people looking at you to what okay. you're doing. All right, well, listen, Ashley, thank you very much. And well done to you and everybody else, by the way, who worked in healthcare and all the frontline workers. Well done to you all, by the way. That's not being a patronising clap, by the way. Well done to you all uh, for working that bit harder. But do you do? Do you all deserve a bonus? We still haven't got an answer yet, really, have we? Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.